From the virtual newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, August 21st, 2020. I'm Brian Walsh. Today, Impact Alpha's Jessica Pothering joins me to explain why sustainable food and agriculture has been dominating deal news lately. Hi, Jessica. Hey, Brian. And we'll hear from this week's Agent of Impact, Andrew Yoon, co-founder and executive director of the nonprofit One Acre Fund. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. Impact investors are using catalytic capital to move money to places often overlooked. One Acre Fund secured $20 million to de-risk smallholder farmer finance in seven countries in East Africa. Acumen Latam Impact Ventures raised $28 million for early-stage social ventures in Colombia and Peru. And the Black Belt Community Foundation in Alabama came up with a way to finance PPE, personal protective equipment, and other public health purchases for struggling rural towns before they get reimbursed by the state from federal relief funds. Loans, in the form of recoverable grants, are funded by the HOPE Credit Union, which is providing a $1.6 million line of credit. The Navajo Nation in the U.S., meanwhile, ranks with Zimbabwe and the Central African Republic as among the hardest places in the world to do business. A new study traces the problems to land, registering it, financing it, and settling disputes over it. Capital Impact Partners and CDC Small Business Finance have teamed up to boost community financing in LA, Detroit, and the DC area. The alliance combines a community development finance institution's commitment to low-income communities with a small business administration lender's ability to underwrite small business loans. The pilot is backed by $6 million in grants from JPMorgan Chase and the Heron Foundation. Jessica, this week you wrote about agriculture investing in Africa, based on a new report that Village Capital released. We'll dig into those findings in a minute. But first, you follow day-to-day impact investing deal activity, and a lot of the deals you've been reporting lately seem to be related to food and agriculture. What's going on? Yep, food and agriculture investing is really hot right now, uh, especially during COVID. And my sense is that at a time when the priority is about what's essential, um, well, you can't get much more essential than food. Now, for a while, it seemed that the deal activity had slowed down, especially early in the pandemic. And Impact Alpha was reporting at that time how impact investors were, quote, pulling in their horns and pulling new investments on hold. Is that still the case? Anecdotally, it seems like volume has actually picked back up. And and this is just on the venture capital side of things, because that's where most of our deal data is and um, what most of the deal structures that we hear about at least fit into. So Um, I mean, deal making in the first half of the year is down from last year, according to the mid-year report that PitchBook recently released. But second quarter deal volume is actually up from last year. And um, I think venture capital funds generally are still, they're still willing to cut big checks. The issue is that the newer, smaller things that aren't getting funded as quickly or easily. So within the agri-food sector, that trend is also holding. Um, AgFunder actually just released their own mid-year report. And volume-wise, it's down a little bit for the year, but it's not really that far off from last year. And so what's changed generally is where the investments are going. Um, I think it's interesting that investors are chasing hard stuff now, the deep technologies like sustainable agriculture, biotech, and new kinds of food like alternative proteins. Um, Just this week, actually, Impossible Foods raised $200 million. Impossible Foods, of course, they're known for their plant-based burger. 
And so, um, and the, the new funding round is so that it can expand into other kinds of plant-based foods, which are all the rage right now. So we're seeing that trend. And then we're also seeing uh, investment in new technologies for growing food. Like last week, App Harvest raised a new equity funding round for its mega greenhouses. Um, and then another thing that we're seeing is just more capital going into solutions for food supply chain management, which is really on everyone's minds right now because of how much COVID disrupted movement generally. So these are all the things that impact investors invest in. You know, they're not financing like individualized doggy nutrition plans or restaurant delivery apps. Um, although now I guess that could arguably be considered impact investing. But yeah, they're putting their money into the hard stuff that they know is going to fundamentally reshape our food system for the better. So how do all of these trends stack up with what's happening in Africa and what you're seeing there? Um, okay, so just sort of taking a step back, uh, global venture capital last year totaled about $300 billion. The African Private Equity and Venture Capital Association tallied Africa's share of that at about just $1.5 billion. So that sort of sets the level of just general VC activity happening on the continent. Um, and that same pattern seems to hold for agriculture-related investing as well. So globally, agri-food ventures raised about $21.5 billion from venture funds last year. Village Capital's new report, which is what we covered earlier this week, they tallied agriculture investments in Africa at just $616 million. And that was over the past decade. Um, so here's the thing. Yes, African startups have a much harder time getting investors' attention than Silicon Valley startups, but um, the deals are still happening. I mean, we've reported on a number of them this year. And the types of tech that are getting investors' attention are sort of, they follow the same trends as what's happening globally. They're just designed for the African context. So East Africa Fruits, for example, in Tanzania is handling produce logistics and it's working with smallholder farmers. Um, Naseko in Uganda is a seeds business. In Spira Farms, they make off-grid refrigerators so that foods can stay fresh in transit even when electricity isn't reliable. So these are the kinds of things that are um, that are getting funded on the continent, and those deals have all happened so far this year. But I think the other big point is just that there's a lot of skepticism as to whether or not venture capital is really the right kind of capital to fit Africa's market. Um, I mean, I think a lot of the impact opportunity in Africa, is, in the agriculture sector specifically, is more around helping farmers secure financing or equipment and seeds. Our colleague Dennis actually just had a story yesterday about that. Um, One Acre Fund just raised $20 million in debt to support smallholder farmer finance. And another big area of opportunity is technical assistance and working capital for agro-processing facilities and cooperatives too. So this is something that small funds like anybody from WIC Capital in Senegal to larger, more established funds like AgDevCo are addressing. And these aren't you know, those those aren't going to fit into any sort of venture capital tally. So yes, the continent's agriculture sector is grossly underfunded. But to Village Capital's point in the report, uh, it's not just about impact venture capital. There needs to be more of every kind of financing for the sector. Okay, well, we look forward to tracking all the new financing that is coming into the sector in Impact Alpha. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thanks, Brian. And to dig even deeper into agriculture and food, let's meet this week's Agent of Impact, Andrew Yoon of the nonprofit One Acre Fund, which aims to multiply by five the $20 million announced this week to deliver essential farm products and services to farmers in rural Africa. It's part of One Acre's strategy for ending global poverty. Here's Yoon in his 2016 TED Talk. Farmers are basically a really important leverage point. 
When farmers become more productive, they earn more income, they climb out of poverty, they feed their communities, and they reduce environmental land pressure. Farmers stand at the center of the world. One Acre provides a package that includes better seeds, fertilizer, and other inputs, as well as training and market access to about one million farmers. Ending poverty is simply a matter of delivering proven goods and services to people. We don't need more genius types right now. The humble delivery guy is going to end global poverty in our lifetime. We need more delivery people and frontline health workers, teachers, farmer trainers, and sales agents. Still, we need a lot more resources. This is our number one constraint. For private investors, we need a big expansion of venture capital, private equity, working capital available in emerging markets. With their new funding, Yoon and OneAcre now are tapping into that expanded capital. They hope to reach 4 million farmers, but say that 50 million need the same kind of support. You can see Andrew Yoon and all of our agents of impact on Instagram at Impact Alpha. That's going to do it for your impact briefing this week. You can read all of these stories at impactalpha.com. Subscribers receive the brief and full access to Impact Alpha, including subscriber-only agent of impact calls. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and use code briefing100 for $100 off. Thank you for listening. And thanks to Jessica Pothering and our producer, Isaac Silk. And before we go, a special happy birthday to Impact Alpha contributing editor and podcast co-host Monique Aiken, whose birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Monique. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company LiquidNet. Make sure you check back next week for the latest impact investing news.